let's think about your team. You've heard it said that um, employees are energetic, loyal, enthusiastic, motivated individuals, except for the eight hours a day that they work for you. That's so often the case. Or they're just simply waiting for some good quality leadership. That's all they want. Very interesting. We rely on so much on our team. So what are the characteristics of a, a really, really great team? And I think there are six different areas. One is, first and foremost, strong leadership, that you are there as their leader and making things happen. The second is that there is a common goal. Does your team even know where you're taking the business? Does your team share that common goal and vision? If they don't, then how can they help you to achieve it? The third is, do they understand the rules of the game? So often I hear business owners talk about, oh, if only my team did this and they didn't do that and all the rest of it. Do they actually understand the rules of the game? Do they understand what's okay and what's not okay? If they don't understand it, then how can they follow that rule? Make it clear. The next one is an action plan. It's great to have ideas and share a common goal. It's great to have strong leadership. It's great to have the rules of the game clearly laid out. But unless they can see an action plan, something that they can actually use and see like you can to see where you're taking your business, it's just an idea. It's a motherhood statement. It's nothing. So without an action plan, without something definitive, you've got nothing. You've just simply got fresh air. The next thing is being able to support risk-taking. Until you're capable of uh, allowing others to make a mistake and not castigate them for it, to be able to, I think the, uh, the phrase that I heard uh, some time ago was correction without invalidation. To allow them to make those mistakes and then correct them without invalidating them as individuals, that's so terribly important. You learn from making mistakes, so why don't you allow your team to learn from making mistakes? You didn't uh, suddenly move from crawling to walking in one uh, fell swoop. You stood up, you fell over, you got back up again, you fell over again. Same thing when you're learning to ride a bike, same thing when you were learning how to actually do the work of the business that you're actually in right now. You need to be able to make those mistakes to learn from them, so why don't you allow the others to do so? And the last is 100% involvement and inclusion. It's so often that we have a great team inside a great business that could be even better, but they're not actually involved and included in that business. Now, am I suggesting that you sit down with them every week and go through your PL and show them the health of the business? Well, that might be appropriate. In most cases, it's probably not. But unless people are actually involved and included in your business, then how would you expect them to take personal responsibility and step up and go that extra mile for you? And that's what we want from our team, isn't it? So with a winning team, we all understand we need to get the right people on the right bus and sitting in the right seat. So the right people in the right job doing the right things. Unfortunately, if you don't have people set up there in the right behavioural styles that meet the culture of your business, Quite often we have the right people on the right bus sitting in the right seat and they're beating the hell out of each other. Uh, not exactly the best way to actually look at it. Part of the through the Business Essentials series, we look at uh, behavioural assessment and profiling of our team, which we encourage the use of right through from recruitment, training and development, and perhaps even the exiting of team members. 
And those areas are very, very simple. So we need to understand, are they extroverted individuals? Are they introverted individuals? Are they task-focused? Are they people-focused? And have we got them doing the right things? Uh, a story that I was once told is that we shouldn't send ducks to hawk school. In other words, if I got a duck and I sent it to a school that trained hawks and they were all flying along together and the, the hawk instructor said to the duck, I want you to fly down and I want you to eat that rabbit. It's more likely to fly down and give the rabbit a hug. But how can you blame a duck because you sent it to hawk school? In other words, are we asking the right people to do the wrong jobs and then getting upset by it? Are we asking people to be involved in things that it's not right for them to be involved in or that you need to give them assistance to get that far? We'll help you to identify that and actually work through those processes throughout the Business Essentials program. It's very important that you understand these things about yourself and about others and once you understand those things you'll be able to go ahead and leaps and bounds. Again, take a few minutes. Have a think about it. Who in my team, if I ask myself the honest question, if I had the chance to rehire them, would still be with me today? Very, very important question. Are there people that you should have hired that you haven't hired? Are there people that you should have inside your business that you haven't taken that financial leap yet to be able to engage? I usually recommend to my clients, get 50, 60% of the way there, then hire the person that you need because the business will grow and balance to be able to afford that person to make it happen. And then that extra capacity, that extra skill and that extra process will then help take your business to a whole new level. So don't hold back. Otherwise what you end up doing is doing the work of two people until you can afford to put on the second person. And that just doesn't work. That's not sustainable. So how much better would your business be if you're recruited, retained, trained and developed the right people first time. Very important. We need to make sure that you have got total synergy inside your business. Synergy and uh, results are growth within your business. These are the areas if things become synergistic. Now what do I mean by synergy? What I mean by synergy is if anybody's followed sport and they see that individual team members within a, a team are okay but they're not great and perhaps they're not even a great team at some times, but then you see them go out and play a sport and the people at the bottom of the ladder trump the people at the top of the ladder. They come together in a way that is so completely natural and so completely synergistic that the sum is greater than the individuals within the whole. That's what synergy is all about. It's getting much, much more out of much, much less. A little bit like leverage. So quoting one of my uh, favourite authors, who unfortunately is no longer with us, uh, which is uh, Jim Rowan or James Rowan. He said that never wish your life was easier, wish that you were better. Work harder on yourself than you do on your job. If you do that, you can't help but to succeed. But so many times we work harder on our job than what we do on ourselves. So by working with the tools and services, the training, the consulting and all the other things that we have available at More Profit Less Time, and observing those that you aspire to emulate, those people that you'd like to actually achieve, uh, that level of success, you'll learn how to generate more cash flow, more profit, get better teamwork and more free time to actually be able to enjoy those things. It's very important. I can guarantee that you'll get exactly out of your business what you put into it 
and what you put into yourself. The real question after today is, what are you going to do differently that's going to help you to achieve a different outcome? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing time and time again and expecting a different result. What are you going to do differently? How are you going to do those things? If you don't do something differently, you're just going to get the same thing. There's no use then going in and doing something and put a lot of effort into it unless you've actually combined that effort with results. Because effort must be combined with results to actually mean anything. My name's John Miller and I'm the Managing Director of More Profit Less Time. And I'm very grateful for the opportunity that you've given me to spend some time with you today. I hope that some of the things that you've actually learned and taken away, that you'll apply straight away inside your business. Whether we see you again or not, that's okay. We'd love to see you again. We'd love to work with you more. We have so much more that we can give you. But just take away what we've got and make it happen. Turn inspiration into action. Make those things happen. And I promise you, you'll have a better business producing more profit in less time.